content of the following program is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, or cure. Always consult your physician or a health professional with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Ready, set, go! And the truth shall set you free! Welcome to One Life Radio. <laughs> it's going to be a good show, everyone. Welcome to One Life Radio. This is Bernadette Fiaschetti with Jerry Caldwell and Marie Early. We are live, broadcasting live here from Dallas, Texas on iHeartMedia, as well as KMET in Southern California on ABC News Talk. That little bit in the opener, you only got one live. I always like hearing that <laughs> in the background. And we are going I like higher. It. I do, too. I love the opener. I do. And uh, yeah, so uh, the truth shall set you free. And we're just free falling today. That's what we're doing. At least at the... at the, at the free fall. <laughs> I love that song. Oh my gosh. Free falling. That's a great song. We are. We're free. We're free falling because you only get one life. And we've had some pretty intense shows for the last three days. So we just decided to have some fun here today on the air. At the half, we've got Robin Switzer coming up, though. Uh, KetoCon 2023, I'm so looking forward to it. I will be there in Austin, April 21st to the 23rd at the Palmer Event Center in Austin, Texas. But first, we're just gonna, we're going to, uh, we're just gonna chat. And uh, hopefully, we'll be so funny that, uh, you know, sh- it'll sh- will be a hard act to follow, like you said. Yes. <laughs> Aren't we always? Yes. Well, so what are you doing? What are you doing, Jerry? What's all that noise? Oh, um, I'm eating Cheez-Its. You're eating Cheez-Its? I'm a professional. I'm eating on the air. You're eating on the air. Okay. I like it. You know what? Like I said, you know, we're just going to do, just, you know, fool around. Tomfoolery is always great. All right. So I have a story. Okay. Um, You know, I have, um, I have the megaphone. I, I, you love that damn For, megaphone, don't I do, you? I do. I love, I love the <laughs> megaphone. It's an artifact from uh, the Russ Martin show. And uh, it disappeared. Really? Who yes. took it? The uh, well, next door. I don't know who took it, but I directly addressed two people about it, and mm-hmm. only two people about uh-huh. it, yesterday. And it came back. And today, it was back on the console. Oh. And I guarantee you, one of them did not take it. Okay, so you know who took it. I am barely sure. 99.9. Yeah, well, I mean, if you only told two people and it showed up and you know the other one didn't take it. And so why would, you, why would somebody take something that's not theirs? I, I don't know. To anyone <laughs> else, it's just, it's just a megaphone. I'm probably the only one that it really has any other you know, outside meaning to. You're not going to believe this. I have a megaphone downstairs. For the I, dogs. Oh, oh, for the dogs. <laughs> yeah, I was about I to say I do believe mind. it, but for the dogs, okay. That's... Yeah, for the dogs. Because, well, you know, the backyard's pretty big, and sometimes they don't listen, and they get to... Uh... Attention, everyone. <laughs> I am Bernadette. You Here's will Shetty. listen to me. <laughs> it's like a boot camp. Oh, my gosh. It's funny. It's like mine. a what, Marie? A boot camp. Oh, boot camp. Boot uh-huh. camp. Oh, okay. I thought you said like a poop cam. I was like, what? <laughs> well, no, that too. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, so does yours have um, like different sounds on it where you can make it go, or just like, you know, whistle or, <laughs> oh, there you go. That, we bet, I bet we have the same one. We're, you know, you said you've had it since the Russ Martin show. So who bought it originally? Did Russ buy it? Uh, no, actually, I purchased this one with my own money. Really? Because his... Just ceased to function. The one that he had had since the late, 
pardon me, since the late nineties, just it just totally crapped out. So I'm gonna go get mine right now, and you two can just talk. Okay. So each of y'all are gonna have a megaphone, and I'm not gonna have anything. I know, and you're already quiet. Maybe I you should get the sound megaphone. Quiet. I know. <laughs> and also, too, we never use the buttons that, you know, you can push a button and people, you do, but you can laugh. People laugh or it's like a siren or it's like a clap. Or Yours has built-in like laughter? I, th- um, you'd have to ask Bernadette, but I think so. Yeah, it's a, it's what. See, it's I would never stop pressing that button. It. I would walk around in a continuous state of my own personal sitcom with my own oh. laugh track. <laughs> well, you don't need it. Oh, God. Oh, I hear it. Yeah, I do too. Here she comes. <laughs> now, Jerry, do you eat out of the bendy machine every day? Uh, not every day, but I was just I was feeling feeling a little peckish before the show, so okay. I, I grabbed some well, Cheez-Its. Good. You should. I not. got it. Could we you hear me blowing it. the whistle? We could hear you playing yes. it yeah, all the way downstairs. Yeah, yeah. So it's got a whistle on it. Got that one. And then what else does it have here? Where's the thing? I haven't played with it. Marie said that it has a laugh track. No, your no. your system. You can put different noises on it. Oh, she has oh, a soundboard. Yes. I have a road, roadcaster. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. need to get one of those in here, too. We used to have one for RMS and the treehouse, but they took it with them. Yeah. What brand is yours? Uh, I don't I don't remember. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Mine is a Knox. Okay, so I put it on. I don't know. Let me start at the beginning. What's this one? Let me see. It looks pretty fancy. Okay. Did you hear Battle that? Battle stations. <laughs> we have engaged the Borg. <laughs> okay. Here's the next one. That's the whistle. Mm-hmm. And I use that one sometimes just to get the dog's attention. You know, when they're being, they get a little too crazy. Um, okay, hold on. That sounds like a, what, like kind of like a foghorn? A what bit. Kind of like the uh, civil defense yeah. alert. Okay, yeah, okay. And then where's the one where I can just talk into it? Let me see. Is that this one? Hold on a second. It should be labeled speak. No, oh my that's God. not it. <laughs> <laughs> it's pointing right at me. I know. <laughs> I don't know which one is the, is that one push to open? No, that's the batteries. Oh, shoot. Oh. I popped the batteries open. Hold on. All right. Oh, no, I yeah. Don't, I don't know, but you can speak into it. There is I one th- button that you should never push, and that's the battery button. The battery button. I think button. the button's on the very top. Is that it? Attention. No. <laughs> Let me see. Attention. Ah! I think we found it. <laughs> okay. Enough Attention. Of that. Attention. <laughs> what are the odds that we would both have megaphones and end up on the same radio show together? <laughs> what are the odds? Maybe we should fly to Vegas right now. <laughs> Ma- Marie and I were discussing over, over uh, while you were uh, getting the megaphone. Maybe we should give it to her. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the so that she will speak up. <laughs> I call it Marie the Mouse. Oh my gosh, yeah. She's just soft spoken. Um she you know, she is. I know, she's very gentle and very, very zen. That's the way she is, she is. Um Thank yeah. You. Um but uh yeah, so <laughs> so I wanna I wanna ask you guys so you said you, you have some eighties music and a special sweeper that you developed for today or uh, d- uh produced for today's show? Well, I didn't produce the bumper. It's just, it's slightly outside of the 80s music, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, we may or may not have to sing it because I may or may not be singing it regardless. <clears throat> I okay. don't know what you mean. 
singing. That's when you like yell, but you do it in key. Yeah. Um, so, you know, um, so what are some of the favorite, are we, how are we going to do these songs? Do you have like a lot of them? Or are we just going to start playing them and sing along? How are we going to do this, Chair? They're just bumpers. In and out of we don't. Oh, we okay. don't understand all. I don't understand Bumpers. all the radio lingo. Jargon. Well, you should. You've been doing it for a while. I know, but when you, <laughs> well, I don't understand. Oh, the songs the song. that we go out. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. If yes. it's yes. just yes. music, then it's called a bumper. If it yeah. says "We'll be right back" or "Now we're back," then that's called a rejoin. Yeah. Oh. And then a sweeper is something that plays between the bumper going into <laughs> the uh, spot rejoin? block. Yeah. <laughs> We always orient the shows according to the spot block. So it's going into the break and out of the break, or into mm-hmm. the spot block and out of the spot block. Will everyone know this song, you think? I'm guessing it was a very popular song. And you guys know the 80s music really well. Back in its day, Marie. it was. The one specifically that I have lined up is one that I pull out quite often for karaoke. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, you want to you wanna play it now, or do you want to wait? Oh, no. Hmm? I, I've, I've got it set up for uh, when we come back from when we come back? our first okay. break. All right. Well, you know, I, I, I saw this article the other day. Who were we on the air with where we talked about how often you shower? Do you remember? Jared. Was it Jared Ramirez? No, but just the other day we were talking about something about showering. Uh, I, I remember. Uh, who was um, it? Olean. Darren. Oh, Darren. That's right. Olean. That's right. That's right. That's right. And I said I took a two-minute shower and I put on my Buffalo Exchange dress and... Uh, what else did I say? I don't know. But I d- and I uh, took a shower. That's how it came up because I don't take a lot of showers. I do uh, what people call the airplane bath. Some people call it the whore bath. Uh- <laughs> I've always called it the disco bath, but that's a new one on me. <laughs> but so I saw this article that said, how often do you really need to shower? Dermatologists reveal the truth. What do you guys think she's going to say? Probably not more than like two or three times a week. Well, yeah, you're right, and you, and it's really funny. So, you know, um, occur, according to dermatologists, there's actually a right and a wrong number of times to shower each week. And sorry to break it to you, if you're in the as little as possible camp, a good health general or good general guideline is once a day or once every other day. Says Nada, uh, Nada Alaboka. MD, clinical assistant professor of dermatology at Keck School of Medicine at the University of Southern California. Um, But it says, however, that even the recommendations uh, might vary depending upon your workout habits, where you live, um, and other things as well. So things take once a day to. it once said, or num- every other day. It says once or every other day, which that would be me. Like every other day, maybe every other other day. It depends upon what I'm doing. I'm not a big sweater. See, I heard you know that I heard so, that doing it that showering every day, all the time was was not good for you. Yeah, no, it's not. And p- people that are like me are Kristen Bell, Ashton Kuchner, and Jake uh, Guilin. What is it? What's his name? Guilin. It's blocked out here. I can't read. Oh, it. Gyllenhaal. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. So, yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. So, well, you know, I'm a good company. And so, yeah, I, I think it's, I think of it as a, you know, uh, water conservation thing, a time conservation thing. Clearly, if I'm dirty, I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to clean up one way or the other. But I only wash my hair once a week. So I'll quickly sometimes, even if I do jump in the shower, it's like for literally a one-minute scrub down, you know, scrub it up, scrub it down. What about you, Jerry? How, how, do men shower differently than women based on, you know, the dynamics of their uh, anatomy. Uh, yes, then, thank you. Their anatomy. What do men do down there? <laughs> oh my god! Um, 
Well, that, that <laughs> I've never asked a guy. Is Marie is Marie blushing right now? I can hear her blushing. Um, I, yes. Just just soap. Just soap. Yeah. 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 Just uh, you, you just know. have to be careful. Right. Right. I mean, you don't want to you don't want to rub it too hard. <laughs> um, but you know, you just, sometimes you do. Well, I mean, that's an extended shower. What's that's. Um, you know. And then uh, when you're done, you want to... Do men extend the showers a lot? Do men typically extend the shower a lot? I've been given a lot of grief for how long my showers are, but I do a lot more in the shower than most guys do. (laughs) I shave in the shower. I brush my teeth in the shower. Oh, yeah. Because I like being in the the shower. shower. But, Uh you know, if you're only showering every other day, you know, like with me, if, if it's a particularly hard workout day or if I've, you know... In the shower or out of the shower? If If... (laughs) <laughs> working outside of the shower. If it's been a particularly hard day, then you know okay. I make sure gonna, I, I have a shower. Otherwise, take, yeah. And, and like the hair, yeah, that's like a couple of times a week, especially when yeah. you when you when you get it done like I do, so that yeah. you're nice and pretty. Yeah, Marie likes to take a lot of baths, and I took yes. I actually took a nice bath the other night. It felt so good. I feel I feel you know my tub is big, and so I don't take a bath that often because I'm very conscientious about the amount of water that I use. I just feel like my gosh, and I always am so grateful for the water and being able to take a bath like that. A lot of people never have that experience. They just don't. So many people throughout the world don't even have access to clean water, let alone a lot of it, and so. You know, I'm a, I, so, but I put a big bag of Epsom salt in there, and I slept like a baby because of all that magnesium mm-hmm, getting absorbed mm-hmm. into my system. Do you ever do that? Do you ever t- do you take a bath more or once in a while, like or a shower? Well, what do you do more often? Or do you even a lot of people don't even have bathtubs. A lot well, of apartments. Oh, I have don't a, I have them. a bathtub. I, yeah. I I prefer showers, but I will on occasion take a bath. Yeah. I sent you a, a picture of how I look now. Okay. Let me see. Texted it to you. Okay. Let's and see. speaking of pictures, on the next on the on the next segment, we're going to have to address something I tried to bring up a couple of weeks ago. About pictures? Yes. Mm. Let's see. Well, Burns oh. sent me a picture that I still oh. have yet to figure out. You look the same. Oh, the Irish Spring picture. Yes, I told you. So I was in Costco the other day, and they had a big display of Irish Spring. And one of my favorite things around St. Patrick's Day uh, is watching the old Irish Spring commercials. You know, Irish Spring. <laughs> Irish Spring. <laughs> the, the parade is coming up, and St. Patrick's Day is just one of my favorite days. So I thought, oh my gosh, this will be funny. I'll get a whole case of it, and then I'll just randomly play some, or I'll give them to somebody to take to the parade and throw out into the crowd. You could really hurt somebody <laughs> with those, right? <laughs> well, you got to say catch first. Say hut hut catch. You know, let them know you're sending it to them. In fact, uh, the the St. Patrick's Day parade here in Dallas is coming up on Saturday. On Saturday. Mm-hmm. It's it's the typically the Saturday, uh, or traditionally I should say, the Saturday before St. Patrick's Day, which is next Friday, on the seventeenth. But I don't know. I I enjoy. Uh, I really enjoy St. Patrick's Day. I always have. Going back, because my mother was Irish and my father was Italian, so it was always this fun rivalry in our house. And of course, the kids were all each. So, you know, I don't know. They just used to have a lot of fun with it. My mother would make, you know, like corned beef and hash and potatoes and carrots and all that stuff. And my father would always have spaghetti. So we'd have <laughs> the Italian food and the Irish food. It was just a fun time in our house, as I remember it. Awesome. <laughs> Do you know that the Dallas St. Patrick's Day Parade is the largest non-sporting event in Dallas mm-hmm. every yeah. year? Yeah, I know it's it's a lot of fun. A lot of people. The, we, Snoop Dogg was at the last the last time I was at the. At he was the, the uh, uh, Grand Marshal. 
Yeah, and it was oh my gosh, it was fun. We got we uh, that's when that's how I met Marie. I, yeah. She worked at the Observer, and uh, and we were one of the sponsors. The Drift Float Spa was one of the sponsors of the parade. So we got all set up real nice. We had a nice setup right next to the yeah. stage. So yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, oh it was my fun. Gosh. We need but, a break. <laughs> we need a break. All right. We're, yeah, we do. My gosh, we're five minutes over. I know this is it, big fun. I know it is fun, but just just doing nothing, right? Free falling, like I said. We're going to break. Stay tuned, everyone. More coming up. You are listening to Bernadette, Jerry, and Marie, and at One Life Radio. If you miss the show, not to worry. You can always catch the podcast after the broadcast at OneLifeRadio.com or your favorite podcast app. Be sweet, Barricade. <laughs> In today's environment, books provide the most reliable means for disseminating knowledge. Children's Health Defense Publishing offers titles written by foremost authorities and courageous voices who speak the truth despite criticism and consequences, often at the expense of their careers. Here are the latest must-reads in the fight for truth. The Courage to Face COVID-19, Preventing Hospitalization and Death While Battling the Biopharmaceutical Complex by true crime writer John Leake and prominent research cardiologist Dr. Peter McCullough. Lies My Government Told Me and the Better Future Coming by Dr. Robert Malone. And Cause Unknown, the Epidemic of Sudden Deaths in 2021 and 2022 by former BlackRock fund manager Ed Dowd. Get your copies today at skyhorsepublishing.com and listen to the show every Monday with Mary Holland, president of Children's Health Defense for updates and deep dives into these new releases. That's skyhorsepublishing.com. Back with more positivity pouring out your speakers. It's One Life Radio. You go ahead, Jerry. In the jungle, the mighty jungle, the lion sleeps tonight. In the jungle, the quiet jungle, the lion sleeps tonight. <laughs> That's an 80s song? <laughs> Are you sure? That's, like, that's from the 70s, I believe. Jerry? Awesome. There we go. Jerry, that is not an 80s song. I know. I said I had one that was special. It wasn't 80s, but oh. we were going to have to sing it. No, this is from the early 60s. This okay. is the Tokens. The tokens. I remember that song. <laughs> People are usually pretty surprised to see me hit those high notes. Yeah, let's, I know you did. You hit that high note, didn't you? Can you do that one? <laughs> I used to have a pretty mean falsetto, and I used to also be able to sing the aha song. But the highest note that they have now, I can't hit anymore. Go ahead, Jer. Hush, my darling, don't fear, my darling, the lion sleeps tonight. Hush, my darling, don't fear, my darling, the lion sleeps tonight. Oh, oh, oh. 
totally shocked me with that song so what are the words jerry is it are you there yeah <laughs> what are the words uh dee 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 and Green Acres, the theme to the show, Green Acres, pulled up. I don't know what I was listening to or something I said. If I said something green or I was talking about a farm. And that, that song just popped up on my, uh, on my Apple music. Crazy, right? Not so crazy anymore. <laughs> you were talking about Green Acres and it came on. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, it's great to be here. It is. We're just doing like a free-falling show before the half. We've got Robin Switzer coming up. We're going to be talking about KetoCon 2023. There's a lot that I didn't even know. Uh, and I, I wish I would have gone last year. I'm going this year uh, because some of those, oh, my gosh, they get some just amazing authors and experts. Okay. Oh, do you have it? Clean as a whistle. That's Irish oh, Spring. That's right. <laughs> Clean as a whistle. Irish Spring's green and white stripes have two truly effective deodorants. Two okay. deodorants. Truly de effective deodorants. I love deodorants. fresh scent. I know. So you're fresh and... Clean as a whistle. That's Irish Spring deodorant soap. It's fresh and... Clean as a whistle. Oh, my God. I love it. Don't you just love it? I couldn't help myself. <laughs> From buying all that Irish Spring soap, I just think it's so funny. Can you do it? Can you do an Irish accent, <laughs> Jerry Marie? No, I can, uh, but I'm really well. Irish. <laughs> That's probably all I can Ooh, do. Oh, not very well, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can I do like the like 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 the 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 classic uh, leprechaun kind of thing, but no, that, it's just what I learned from watching the guy that sells the Lucky Charms. <laughs> That sounds more Jamaican. I know. You sound like a Jamaican. <laughs> no, what Jamaican is like this, man. Jamaican, oh, there's got okay. to be more uh. of a drawl to it. Ah, uh, Yeah. Can you do an accent? What, who, can, can anybody do accents? I can't. I can do some good accents of people, some good impressions, but some of them probably wouldn't. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I actually can do um, impressions really well of certain people. Um, a lot of people have told me that I should have been an actress or an actor. <laughs> Most of my impressions come from the 80s. You know, you can't really, like, slay a room anymore uh -huh. with a good impression of Ronald Reagan. It just it doesn't work. Uh, yeah. No, these are people. Have you ever done that? You have some, like, I can do I do uh, an impression. Of, oh, uh, I can do a modern one. Yeah. I can do one of my best friend. I do a really good one of her. And then I do one of, uh, of my first ex-husband's uh, new wife. <laughs> Uh, uh -huh, careful. That's true. Careful. Uh -huh. Bernadette. <laughs> Did Antonio? No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> if I do it, though, you'll be rolling on the floor, trust me. But no, and then I do my friend Liz. She's from Southern California. It's and pretty she, good. It here. is pretty good. Yeah, I sound just like her. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't know if I've ever done it for her. I'll do it for her tonight. I think I have. And it's all in good fun. You know, I love her to pieces. Um, and we're, we're, we're so similar in so many ways. And speaking of Irish, she's Irish. Half Irish. Well, I think, you know, she's 100% Irish. I'm half Irish. But I just love St. Patrick's Day. And I love all the tomfoolery and just the camaraderie and uh, 
that was, uh, although I have to say, I'm pretty sure after I bought that uh, Irish Spring was when uh, I read in Darren Olean's book that there's a lot of stuff in there that probably you shouldn't be putting on your body. So maybe I'll put little caution stickers on it. <laughs> maybe you could get some of those. Oh, wait a minute. I'm Luke Bryan. Hi. Maybe you should get some of those uh, yuck face stickers. You can put them on there. I don't know. I'll, I'll bring you. Well, I'll actually see you. Are we? Are we in? Uh, when are we in studio? I guess that's in a couple of weeks. Or no, we might be in studio this upcoming Wednesday, may possibly, or uh, a week from yesterday. Next time the one is on is when. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, we're 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 thinking we're we're thinking about going in on Wednesdays to do uh, Wellness Wednesdays, uh, and we can't disclose why. Because it hasn't happened yet, but perhaps uh, we will be in studio next Wednesday. So, yeah, I'll bring you some Irish Spring. Like next I week? Will, I, <laughs> yeah. I will say this. Every time at the concert, by the end of the day, I could have definitely used some Irish Spring. And so oh, yeah. could the majority of people oh, yeah. at that concert. Because oh. you're covered in dirt and beer you are and everything. everything. Yeah. Well, that means yeah. you had fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever gone to it, Jerry? Gone to what? To the St. Patrick's Day Parade on Greenville Avenue. I used to cover it on my live internet TV show. Oh, there you go. And I was in it with the Russ Martin show for years. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, Amanda Duke, uh, the one that you know from Stacey Duke from Hot Works. I saw her the other day. And so she used to do radio uh, down with you. Or not, maybe not with you. She was on your. She was on your podcast. What was she on? She was. Did, was she, she was on my internet TV show one year when we were TV. covering the the parade. Oh, there you go. Okay, I knew there was a connection there. Yeah. So, yeah, she's and she used to do a health and fitness radio show in San Antonio on one of the big stations down there. So, yeah, um, it's weird. Small world, right? Right. Do you know, do you know the words? It's a small world. F- <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a small world after all. It's a small world after all. It's a small world after all. It's a small, small world. That's a great. That's a great song. Should we go to? I can't believe we're blowing through this and having so much fun. At least I am. I'm having fun doing nothing, like Jerry Seinfeld. You know, we're going to do a show about nothing. And what's the deal with airline food? <laughs> oh my God. Well, let's go to break because we've got Robin Switzer. Uh, you need uh, yes. to call her up. And we're going to be talking about KetoCon 2023. It's going to be a great. Uh, don't miss it. Stay tuned. Not not just KetoCon, but coming up next, Brian's uh, not Brian, Robin Switzer. I don't know where that came from. Anyway, we'll be right back. Stay tuned. You're listening to One Life Radio. Follow us on social media at One Life Radio. Centuries before scientists identified the incredible nutritive value of beef liver, our ancestors naturally revered it for the energy and vitality it provides. But most people today find liver's health benefits much more appealing than its flavor. That's why our partner Enviromedica offers a superior New Zealand grass-fed beef liver supplement. All the complex benefits of this ancient powerhouse superfood in modern, easy-to-swallow capsule form. Find out how to rewild yourself for optimum health at Enviromedica.com. That's Enviromedica.com. Crazy Waters benefits have a history that runs deep. The legend is that in 1881, a woman who suffered from dementia would sit by the well and drink the mineral water all day long. People began to notice that the woman was not so crazy anymore. Had the well gotten rid of her crazies? The well became known as the Crazy Well, and people from all over flocked to this magical place. 
Back in 1904, the famous mineral water company began bottling and distributing its mineral water. The benefits of these minerals all feed your body and mind what it craves. It's a natural sports drink without all the disruptive artificial flavors and sugars. You can find Crazy Water by visiting their website, drinkcrazywater.com. That's drinkcrazywater.com. Want to advertise on One Life Radio? Send us an email, info at oneliferadio.com. Contagiously positive. One Life Radio is back. Oh, my gosh. I love that song. <laughs> Do you want to sing? Ahem. Lopper, one of the greatest ever, man. She's still rocking and rolling. She is. That was what a popular song. What a great song. So great to be here, everyone. Welcome back to One Life Radio. This is Bernadette with Jerry Caldwell, Marie Early, and we have Robin Switzer with us. Uh, I'm so excited. She is an entrepreneur and the owner of Q1 Productions. Her company owns several businesses, business lines, including the popular health and wellness event, KetoCon, Hack Your Health, which takes place annually in Austin, Texas. After many years of struggling to overcome poor metabolic health, Robin utilized a ketogenic diet to address prediabetes, P, uh, PCOS, food addiction, and depression. She became the CEO of KetoCon in 2017 with a vision to create an event based on learning and community with equal parts education and celebration. KetoCon 2023 will be held on April 21st through the 23rd uh, uh, this year at the Palmer Event Center in Austin, Texas. Their website is KetoCon, or excuse me, KetoCon.org. That's KetoCon.org or on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, on Instagram, it's KetoCon and Twitter, KetoCon ATX, ATX. Robin, so great to have you with us. Welcome to One Life Radio. Hi, how are you today? Great. Welcome great. to our personal brand of insanity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was just a oh taste God. of it there. <laughs> I don't know if you heard the whole opening, but we've been a little crazy today, Robin, and it feels great. And, you know, that's one of the things about having the event KetoCon in Austin. That's the same kind of that's it's such a great city, right, to have fun in and just celebrate at the same time you're educating yourself about something that's so important, your health. Right. At KetoCon 2023. That's right. Uh, it, it is a great city. Uh, yeah. We've been doing it in Austin since 2017. And uh, I actually live in Florida. But uh, we've become known as an Austin event, and Austin is such a great city to travel to. I love Austin. We've just decided to keep it in Austin. Yeah, no, I think that's great. I do. And, and a lot of people are excited about KetoCon 2023. And as we said, it's coming up April 21st to the 23rd at the Palmer Event Center in Austin. And so when did you become interested in the ketogenic diet? I, I know we read it in your bio. It was after dealing with prediabetes, PCOS. I'm particularly um, personally involved, uh, interested in hearing your story about PCOS uh, because I have someone very sure. dear to me that suffers from it and I want to help them. So what was what did the ketogenic diet do for you with your PCOS? Well, um, well, that's a, that's a question we could probably spend the next few hours on, but uh, yeah. my health history 
is long and sorted. Uh, I come from a family that uh, everybody has metabolic disease in some way, shape, or form, and I was pretty much born into it. So I remember having food issues at a very young age, Mm -hmm. and they just kind of uh, developed into food addiction issues, mainly sugar and carbs. And then that impacted my metabolic health and my hormonal health as a young woman. Uh, And somehow I survived it all with my interest in trying to find a way to overcome all of these health hurdles. Mm-hmm. I never stuck with any of the programs that I that I started, but at least it stopped me from causing like permanent damage to myself and my metabolic health. But mm-hmm. in my 40s, I found that it was time for me to maybe it was a sense of desperation, but I had always struggled with a few, like 10, 20 extra pounds, maybe 30 extra pounds at times in my life. Mm-hmm. while I was struggling with all of these uh, health issues. And I, I discovered the Atkins diet, the low-carb diet, and that kind of set me on my way. I knew mm-hmm. that there was something to it because I immediately felt better. Even mm-hmm. though I didn't understand the mechanics of what was yeah. happening in my body, I knew I started to feel better. And over the years, I eventually transitioned to a ketogenic diet, which really, I mean, you can you can be you can be in a ketogenic state following a low carb diet, but for me there were too many foods that were still allowed, quote unquote, in a low carb protocol. So I was very much had a diet mindset. Mm-hmm, so for mm-hmm. me, I had to have a program to follow, and that helped me honestly because once I found the ketogenic diet and I was able to heal some of the issues that I had going on, the the uh, the food addiction and the obsession with what am I going to eat next and how am I going to eat it and all the recipes and ingredients and stuff like that. Over time, my diet just simplified. Mm-hmm. And it also cleared my mind enough for me to start learning about what was happening inside my body. Mm-hmm. So I started understanding the mechanics of what was going on. And to be honest, and the bottom line is really, When you're in a ketogenic state, which basically means you're utilizing body fat or stored fat or exogenous fat, the fat that you take in in your diet, you're using that for energy as opposed to glucose. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the byproduct of that is mental clarity, uh, physical energy, and you balance out your hormones. So when your insulin is not always like spiked, going up and down and up and down, your body gets into a state of homeostasis Mm -hmm. and now you're burning fat for energy, Mm -hmm. whether you're taking it in or you're using stored fat and immediately the hormonal dysregulation is healed. I shouldn't say immediately. It does take some time, but you immediately feel the effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and there's some fascinating science coming out. You know, um, uh, mm-hmm. I know you're familiar with the book Brain Energy, Christopher um, Palmer, yeah. who is the, uh, he is, hold on one sec. He is the assistant. He's a genius. He's the assistant professor of psychiatry at Harvard Medical School. He was a speaker last year at the event and wrote the book Brain Energy, talking about the healing effects of ketogenic diet and possibly mental illness, healing from mental illness, even such severe Mm -hmm. diseases as schizophrenia, which, of course, I have a brother that's schizophrenic. So anything that has to do with that always captures my attention. And I think truly that's one of the reasons I am so obsessed with psychology and health and wellness, uh, really trying to help my brother all these years. And then uh, also my 
Mark Hyman, Forever Young, talks mm-hmm. about it in his new book. And so, you mm-hmm. know, um, you all this collective information, you know, knowledge is power. You know that. I know that. And, I, and I'm just excited about KetoCon. I, uh, I, I really am. And so what led you to become the CEO of KetoCon, the largest wellness event of its kind in the <laughs> world, Robin? You got to be pretty proud well, of that. I am very proud of it. Um, I actually, the way that this all started is uh, in 2015 or 16, I was in several Facebook groups related to the ketogenic diet. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I was um, a banker. I worked for a large global bank and was very uh, wrapped up in corporate America, but I hated it. Mm-hmm. And I was looking for a way to translate the skill set that I had developed through sales management and people management uh, into a space where I felt a passion for it. Mm. And obviously, after struggling with all of this for so many years, by then I was in my 50s, uh, I had a passion for it. (laughs) Yeah. So um, in this Facebook group, I saw a post for a project manager. I had no idea what that meant. But I thought, you know, I'm just going to take, I'm going to take a stab at it and see what they have to say. At the time, there was Mm -hmm. a company called Keith Evangelist. Uh, the owner was Brian Williamson. He's local to the area. And um, we, after talking a couple of times, hit it off really well. And I decided to jump ship at Corporate America to start working with him to build this little health empire. And there was no promise of compensation. It was a huge risk on my part. And I left, <laughs> I left the bank Um And we started working together to try and build these business lines. And we did build several, including KetoCon. So we decided to do the first KetoCon because we had several Facebook groups that were close to half a million people. And everyone at that time was looking for a way to uh, be part of a community that was more than just like a Facebook group. We wanted to provide support and a learning, an environment for learning. Mm-hmm. So um, we decided to do the first KetoCon in 2017. I had never organized an event before. I had been a speaker. I had wow. worked as an exhibitor uh, in the banking industry, but I had never planned an event before. So I just kind of backed into event planning based on my experience mm-hmm. on the other side of the fence. Yeah. We wow. That's KetoCon in 2000. I'm that's sorry. A, that's a fascinating story. <laughs> I mean, okay. we talk about switching gears. Seriously, oh, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, we did the first the first KetoCon in 2017. Uh, we had a great reception. Uh, the community was very welcoming. People were traveling from around the world to come to it. We decided to do it again in 2018 and then again in 2019. And by 2019, we had tripled in size from when we first started. We had about 3,000 people there in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, and all along, of course, building those other business lines. And then we were planning for KetoCon 2020, um, and then COVID happened. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when COVID happened, I mean, life came to a screeching halt for us. Oh, uh, yeah. We had a lot to deal with you know, regarding rescheduling an event, but mm-hmm. also all of our other business lines, the, the revenue just stopped cold. Oh, yeah. I can't and Brian it. came to me and he said, I can't keep doing this. I'm going to have to go back to work because, you know, I have kids to put through college and right. you know, um, I have things I have to I things I have to pay for. And yeah, we're just we're just bleeding. So um, I 
am a stubborn goat, <laughs> and I refuse to give up on pretty much anything that's important to me. So yep. uh, I told him I wasn't ready to throw in the towel. Of course, at the time, I had no idea it would be two years before we right. could do a live event again. And look at you now. And we, <laughs> <laughs> we agreed to, uh, we agreed to uh, I, I acquired the business from him, basically. Uh, wow. We put together contracts, and next thing you know, I'm the owner of all this. I cannot wait to go. (laughs) And then way back what? Back at ground zero. Yeah. So we started rebuilding. I mean, I started rebuilding from when we were in lockdown. Yeah. We did KetoCon online in 2020 for all the people who had invested in KetoCon 2020 Mm -hmm. and then started planning for when can we do this again? Wow. Well, a lot of people, a lot of people can relate to the bleeding story. Uh, we ourselves here at One Life Radio uh, struggled throughout the whole COVID thing. We're just now in recovery. Um, it was it was brutal for everybody. I have a lot of friends that lost mm-hmm. their small businesses, and so kudos to you for keeping it rolling and believing in 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 uh, you know the conference and the science behind this. A lot of things have changed mm-hmm. over the years, but I'm looking at the clock and I need to go to break. Uh, so we're going to go for a quick break, and we'll be right back. Robin Switzer, KetoCon 2023. Stay tuned. I've got a lot of questions for Robin. We'll be right back. You're listening to One Life Radio. You're listening to One Life Radio. Make sure you check out our podcast and get to know the show at oneliferadio.com. Get ready to optimize your health at KetoCon 2023, April 21st through the 23rd at the Palmer Event Center in Austin, Texas. KetoCon is more than the ketogenic diet. With over 70 speakers and 100 vendors, KetoCon is the largest gathering of thought leaders and health innovators in the world, sharing the latest research and cutting-edge technologies to help you reach your peak metabolic health at any age. Now it's time to optimize your health at KetoCon, April 21st through the 23rd in Austin, Texas. Go to KetoCon.org by April 1st for $50 off a three-day pass. And for a limited time, One Life Radio listeners can use the code OLR at checkout for another $50 off your three-day pass for a total savings of $100. Go to KetoCon.org today, and I'll see you there. We're back. More of One Life Radio starts now. Reach out, touch space. <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm loving the music. We're having too much fun here today on One Life Radio. Welcome back. Uh, This is Bernadette with Jerry and Marie and Robin Switzer. We are continuing our topic, KetoCon 2023. Uh, Robin Robin Switzer is an entrepreneur and the owner of Q1 Productions, and she is the uh, director and owner, CEO of KetoCon, starting in 2017 with a vision to create an event based on learning and community with equal parts education and celebration. KetoCon 2023 will be held on April 21st through the 23rd uh, at the Palmer Event Center in Austin, Texas. I will be there. Uh, their website is ketocon.org. That's ketocon.org on Instagram at ketocon on and Twitter at ketocon tx. That's Texas. I think I said or ATX. Uh, ketocon ATX. Is that right, Robin? Did, did I? <laughs> That's right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what's the A stand for? Austin. 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 Oh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of like we call this our Metroplex uh, DFW. They call the greater Austin area ATX. Hey, I can admit like when I'm being ATL. silly and dumb. <laughs> like ATL? Okay, gotcha. All right. It took me a little bit. Hey, you know, I've got a sick puppy at home. I didn't, get <laughs> I didn't sleep well last either. night. What, at A? 
A-T- A-T-A. Oh, well, there you go. So, all right. Well, now we got that clear, but guess yeah. what? People won't forget it. KetoCon ATX, <laughs> Austin, Texas, on Twitter. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, one of the things that I wanted to bring up, you know, a lot of people think that keto is a trend, right? And especially in recent mm-hmm. years. But men, and, and many of the keto products we see on store shelves are not truly keto. Will you explain no. ketosis and what the ketogenic diet truly consists of, Robin? There's a lot of confusion around this. Yes, there is a tremendous amount of confusion around it. As a matter of fact, it's exhausting. Yeah, I so, bet. Ketosis is, is very simple. It's a, st- it's a metabolic state. It's not a diet, although there are ketogenic protocols that were originally developed for people with epilepsy over 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. However, today it has become a, uh, a source of kind of like a marketing frenzy. So when we were talking earlier in 2017, there really wasn't a whole lot out there. Um, and that was another reason why we started putting KetoCon together. However, over the years, as the ketogenic diet has become more popular, the companies with super deep pockets um, mm-hmm. that create foods for the diet culture have gotten involved and uh-huh. created products. Yep. There are also a lot of small companies, people like you and I, who found a need for something, um, mm-hmm. for instance, like some sort of a nut butter or um, dried meats or nuts or something that would fit within the protocol or even desserts, right? and developed something that they wanted to use for themselves, and that turned into a business. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of that out there as well, and those, many of those products are very good. However, if you go into your local supermarket and you go to the the, uh, diet food or the um, gluten-free section, you're going to find about 80%, maybe 90% of what's on the shelf is just keto-labeled junk food. Yeah, I agree. So this is a big problem in this space, a Mm -hmm. huge problem, because Mm -hmm. there are a lot of very well-meaning people in the supermarket that just need help, and they don't understand that there are that 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 label doesn't mean anything unless you are looking at the ingredients. Mm-hmm. So I don't really care if something only has two carbs in it or two net carbs in it. I want to know if it has seed oils in it. I yeah. want to know if it has sugar in it. Yep. And the uh, the the regulatory bodies that make the rules for these food product manufacturers, there's a pretty loosely. <laughs> defined categories so and the other thing is is that there are a lot of companies that are taking advantage of this um, net carb yeah philosophy Mm -hmm. which is really another marketing ploy yeah they they stuff a bunch of fiber into a product so that they can say well it has 30 grams of carbohydrates but 18 of them are fiber so you Mm -hmm. can deduct those because fiber doesn't impact your blood sugar Right. Normally, those fibers are are fibers that you don't want in your system. <laughs> so you're going to end up with diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you're going to you're not you're not going to put your body in a state of um, healing. So you're still going to have inflammation, and you're still going to be struggling. Mm-hmm. So that's part of the reason why we started certified ketogenic. So if you for anyone who is interested that is listening to this, if you go to certifiedketogenic.com or go to the KetoCon website, there's a link there as well, and you'll find lists of ingredients that we will not allow mm-hmm. at KetoCon. Wow. So I know. I love there that. Are, 
There, thank you. Um, this is probably one of the most important things to me because I, I we get contacted every day by companies that have keto on their label or they have you know natural food on their labels. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> However, uh, they have seed oils in them, or they have fake fake oils in them, or fake meat in them. Fake sugars. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. the list goes on and on. There are oh, a yeah. lot of things that these uh, shelf-stable food products have in them that you don't want in your body. Yeah. And it's very uh, frustrating and confusing for the consumer. So we've built that as kind of a resource and a guide to help people. If you are looking to heal and you're, and you're coming into this space to learn about metabolic health, reference those lists because then you can keep those foods out of your diet and really make some progress on your health journey. Wow. Doggone it. There's the music. You're going to have to come back sooner than later because I, I really love talking about this. We've been talking about the ketogenic diet for many, many years. A lot of listeners out there will know that. Uh, Sean Wells and I were one of the and You know, earlier I couldn't remember how I met Sean Wells. It was through Dr. Joey Antonio from the International Society okay. of Sports Nutrition. That's how we met. Dr. Joey used to be mm-hmm. on every Monday. He's, a, he's so funny and so smart. Anyway, you know what? I got to wrap it up. We're going to have to talk soon. I'm going to have to clear a spot in the schedule sooner rather than later. The 30th. Uh, Oh, the 30th. Maybe sooner than that. Not 30th is too long. (laughs) All right. All right. Love you, Robin. Thank you so much for jumping on the air with us today. Uh, Everyone, you get one body. You get one. Oh, you're welcome. You get one body. You get one mind. And you get one life. Get out there today and make the most of it.